The connection between you and your therapist matters. That's why Alma focuses on helping you find the right someone to talk to, not just anyone. When you browse their online directory, you can filter your search by what you want to focus on, like anxiety, relationships, or big life transitions. You can also specify preferences around gender, race, faith, and more to help you find someone who's more likely to understand where you're coming from. Alma also makes it easy for therapists to navigate insurance. That's why 95% of providers in their directory accept insurance for sessions, so you can find care that's affordable too. You want to talk to someone, but not just anyone. Alma is there to help you find the right fit. Visit helloalma.com slash not just anyone to schedule a free consultation today. That's helloalma.com slash not just anyone. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale with Hot Buys, your choice of colors starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases and shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval, no minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. No days off. No days off. No days off. No days off. This is the Off Day Podcast. Give me a chest ball. <laughs> with Andy Hart. All right, good to be with you. All right. This yeah, microphone great. put up a little less fight than the one last night. <laughs> and Ryan Hannibal. What's your name again? <laughs> Hannibal. Yeah, Hannibal. 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 Mr. Dot Commer on weei.com. Okay. Off day podcast. I guess we weren't planning on doing a podcast today, but when the greatest quarterback of all time officially retires, I guess we have to do one. Officially retires because it feels like he already retired once over the weekend. And from a Patriots fan perspective, this almost feels like the third time you're dealing with Brady walking away because you dealt with it over the weekend. You dealt with it when he left in free agency two years ago. Um, really, though, to me, I don't know how you can not have the first takeaway of this has been a shit show, his retirement, like an absolute shit show where, I mean, as as late or early as 12 hours prior, he was doing his Let's Go podcast where he was telling Jim Gray he was still going through the process and like then he puts out this long social media post like i don't really understand what the point of any of it was like how he and then uh, going back to last saturday like does he he could have very easily have just thrown this together on saturday afternoon after the Schefter and darlington report came out and done it then right instead it was haven't talked to the bucks his dad saying that this was all speculation like everybody getting pissy like even the super fans you know this is what's wrong with the media blaming Schefter no he was right he was 100% right we all knew he was right you just wanted you know you got your panties in a bunch Brady himself knew he was right Brady's camp knew it was right they just had like to me I thought there was be some like video like some production thing not an Instagram post right I, I could I had again like there was the theory that the man in the arena would take care of this and it was the final editing of that that a was being done, but B may have been the leak. Our own Chris Curtis talked about that. So why you're right. You didn't rush it on Saturday, but now it feels like you kind of rushed it on a Tuesday morning after you said a few hours earlier, you didn't want to rush it. You're out of the country. You're taking your time. I, I just, maybe we'll get some clarity, some reporting on just this chaotic screwed up. Like I'm, I'm writing a column for our website. Like the first thing that came to me is like, finally we have something Brady sucks at. And I guess appropriately it's retirement. Like 
It's just PR in general. He sucks at PR. Sucks. Yeah. I mean, there's certainly an argument to be made for that, which I don't understand because even if he quote unquote sucks at PR, he and his wife are a borderline billion dollar corporation. So get somebody like help, like hire somebody, get advice. Like this is a guy that rubs elbows with Oprah and popes and owners and like how this got to this level. Some of it, I feel like is him. Yeah, I think it goes back for years. Like I go back to it all went south with the flake gate. Like I feel like he he had no idea how big that story was. And I kind of feel like he pushed away anyone that tried to like give him guidance. Like I go back to when he walked to the podium and you know it was standing people were sitting on the floor, there was hundreds of media there, and he had no idea. He was like blindsided. You mean when he said he didn't think he was a cheater or didn't believe exactly? (laughs) Tom, let's not say that. Let's be more definitive. I'm not a cheater. Right. And even just like I don't know if he said it or people like he didn't expect that type of press conference. Like, what do you mean expect that type of press conference? You didn't realize the coverage it was getting. Right. Which I don't. And even more so now, back then you could argue maybe he was a little more sheltered or closed off and was now he's on social media. He's got in the NFT world. NFT companies. He's got yeah. Internet. like, yeah, he, he's like, in this, he's in this world now. He knows. And he even has played games in this world. His retirement Hulu commercial took advantage of this type of atmosphere with him. And now it's like he's and none of this really matters like that. That would be my takeaway. None of it matters. History will show him as the greatest of all time. History will show him going out with a great season. History will show him as a patriot. Like I even noticed because yesterday I know everybody was all had their, uh, I can't keep saying the same thing. So uh, everybody was worked up um, that that photo that, you know, was a Bucks helmet and then a half Patriots jersey, half page. Oh, why isn't it a Patriots helmet? Today, I saw ESPN put out the, you know, the Canton thing, next stop Canton, and it was a Patriots, all Patriots. Because in my mind, history is going to remember him as a Patriot, not as a two-year buck. Well, not in his mind, in his retirement, same as you mentioned the Patriots. Okay, so we should get into that. He did not mention the Patriots. He mentioned all the Bucks and everything with the Bucks and everybody, all that. Even freaking St. Petersburg. So I agree it's stupid. Now, people I've talked to say, well, you know that there's going to be something bigger and better coming for the Patriots, right? Like there's something in the works. And I said, yes, I assumed. I don't know whether it's a one-day press conference, a parade, a celebration of, of his life at Joel, whatever. He had to know how this would be received in the immediacy of it being posted. Just like, correct. Um, and I, I wrote a column and I even included in a line, like, is it petty to get worked up over the words in a retirement statement? Yes, it is. But like, just throw a line in there. And that would have saved all of this. Just throw in like, you know, and I'd be remiss not to thank the Patriots where I spent 20 years. Like, do you think it's intentional or accidental? Is there any chance, like the thing I keep thinking of is, Say your, you know, your your Christmas day, and you got your kids, and they get all their presents, and you get to the end, and you give your wife like a, a new apron for the kitchen, and she's like, "What the is this?" Because you know, in your mind, you you have a new car parked in the driveway, or you have a diamond ring somewhere. Just, just throw a line in there. Yeah, I, I, I again, I think it's I do, and to like, when, when is that coming? I, I don't know, and I don't even know if it. That's where I get weirded out because 
everybody is so effing fixated on the one day contract that yeah. I could not possibly care less about. I agree. I don't know what that Otis Smith did that. And, and Lonnie Paxton did that. Tom Brady is above such idiocy. We know he's a with that. Like we're not, we're not going to Gillette stadium to sit in front of a podium and hear Tom Brady talk. Like he's not, he's that's not him. Right. So do I, do I firmly believe he'll go in the Patriots hall this year? Yeah. I think I don't, I can't imagine there's going to be a waiting period. I think you're going to have Tom Brady day. It, it'll be a standalone event would be my guess. Cause he's that big a draw. It doesn't need to be part of a, a preseason practice or, or right. game or anything, but just because you have that coming, why wouldn't you, that's like saying you go to a restaurant, the waitress brings you something and you say, thank you the first time. And you never thank her again. Isn't it just like common polite. You say every time she brings you a drink, you say, thanks. Like, he spent I nine, 90, I did 90.9% of his NFL career with the Patriots. <laughs> and you're just not even, and you won six Super Bowls. You're not even going to acknowledge it. I, it's very weird. It, it, it can be described, but it's, it's fitting with everything that's happened over the last saying, four it, go, it goes along with everything else being messed up that his statements messed up. And this has to be driving him nuts. Like, cause again, he's on social media. So he, he sees the reactions or he's, can see them i know supposedly he's traveling i don't know where he is and that's the other thing why is he doing it now if he is indeed traveling like if you don't want to deal with this mess like wait till you come back because my only thing with that is maybe there was something too he didn't want to be a distraction to the league and now he views this as as a two-week break to the super bowl let's do it now but doesn't this almost create another day of distraction i feel like it had died down last night with the Oh, I do. Yeah, no, he, he very well could have just said that and just gone away for a month. Right. To me, that was the whole point of saying that. Yeah. Like, just let this be. I'm in the process and I'll have an official whatever. And from his personal perspective, if he is indeed traveling and having some family time, like, I wouldn't want to be doing this because I know there's going to be some reaction. And now, especially all the negative reaction from Patriot Nation. If I'm now surfing with the kids, I'm thinking about it. It's bothering mm -hmm. me. It's it's. It's interjecting itself on my family time. You're right. He sure just went away and just know deep down him and his family know he's done. Like enjoy that time and then have your, you know, whatever right. look of the retirement publicly when you get back. Right. Yeah. I, and, and it's not like, even like think from, a, if you want to like, Oh, the bucks need to know. Well, if you sure tell them and say, don't leak it or whatever, or what, what does it really matter if you tell the bucks uh, in late February, is it really going to change their off season? No. Well, the only thing was that payment. The, the which there's still like debate on what it actually is like does he have to give the money back well i don't think he's received it no i don't think like, he's received it but and i don't think he's getting it i i i i'd be surprised if he collects that i would I, agree I, that'd be another bad look in my opinion even if you're the bucks like you're saying wait, wait a minute <laughs> we're giving you this money right and, and he could say well no, no no i earned that i that was part of the i played this year at an mvp level that was part of it. That was the compensation. And I won't, I wouldn't do it if I were him. Like, I, I don't I think I would collect that money, but I think he has every right to say, no, I, I earned that money on the field the last two years. That was part of the contract. So I, I wouldn't overly criticize him for that. Um, but I do like, there is a positive part of me. I was actually going to post a column like this. I'm going to wait a little bit till the natives are a little less restless and maybe have come to grips with everything. And I said this with Fitzy on the radio the, the first time he retired this week on Saturday. Um, to me, this does give you some closure, hopefully, that 
he's now a patriot. Like he takes his his proper place as permanent Patriots history. You know, Joe Montana is not a chief. Joe Montana is a 49er. Tom Brady is a patriot again. You know, Michael Jordan is a bull again. Just forget the, mm-hmm. there's no other uniform. There's no, I know his is a little different because he won a title. So they can kind of claim him, but I don't think the Patriots fans need to even consider that anymore. But and I, I think doesn't, that's Brady, doesn't Brady have to kind of embrace it? And I, will he, has he? Yeah. I mean, but that goes in line with the, there's something bigger and better coming for Patriot nation, the Tom Brady day hall at Patriot place, all of these things. I, I think that goes with it, but I, I do actually, like, I firmly honestly believe like no longer do you have to see those stupid um, split jerseys that some people had bought, made, whatever they were. Um, you don't have to feel any, like, are you rooting for Brady? Are you rooting against Brady? Does it hurt? Does it make you feel good? Like, he can just go back to he's part of Patriot nation. He's, well, then he's he had that. I put it in the column. He had, I don't know, have the exact quote, but he had the line after the Patriots bucks game. Like when I retire, I'll be back here. Part of the community. Like this means a lot. So like, yeah. I don't, I don't either, but like, I'm not saying he's going to set up a residency on Beacon street, but he said that after the game. And then when he officially retires, they're not good enough to get even a mention. It just doesn't drive right. Okay, so maybe you feel – I mean, let's go extreme the other direction. Let's go just full we're, – we're doing radio, doing a podcast, throwing shit against the wall the other direction. Maybe he is coming back. Maybe he is going to have a role with the team. Maybe he is going to be a more frequent – and there's like a time and a place. I mean, Robert Kraft immediately issued his statement and part of his extended family or whatever and the, the whole thing laid it on pretty thick. Um I would like to see Jonathan Kraft's view of Tom not mentioning the Patriots or anything in his statement. But again, maybe they're in on it. Maybe they're in on the con. Maybe they're they know exactly what's coming and how it's coming. I, I don't know. What do you think? What do you think's coming? I actually don't think anything um, other than the obvious. What I just said. Like I think he'll go into the hall. I think they. Yeah, will. I like. I can't see. Uh, I don't see that one day contract thing. I mean. I don't know whether I see it or not see it. It doesn't matter to me. Like if he, if he does a press, let's just say he does a press conference. He comes to Gillette stadium for some, like to announce something. This is how I hate to always compare things to wrestling, but you know, those stupid contract signings they do like, Oh, Monday night raw, the official contract signing for the main event at WrestleMania. It's meaningless, but people like are entertained by it, I guess. And like, it's part of the process. So if they want to announce Tom Brady day through a, a press conference that has his one day contract signing or whatever. I mean, I don't even know how that works. I don't even know how those things work. Are they real? Like he's under contract to the bucks, right? <laughs> like, so do they have to trade his contract and then void his contract and then sign away? Right. What's that even mean in the end? Like, Nothing. It's so right. stupid, but everybody, have you seen on Twitter how many people care? Like bring it oh, up. Uh-huh. What do you think about the one day contract thing? I bet you he signs a one day. I don't give a rat's ass. You're right. Like, if he goes in, I do you think the most people care about if he like goes into Canton, he needs to be a patriot? Like that's where it centers around. But he will because they don't even do it. It's a guy in a jacket. Well, that's that's what I was saying. It's not like There's baseball no helmet. You wear the hat. Yeah. yeah. And I think baseball even has gotten rid of that, haven't they? I believe so. So like he goes in as a patriot. I'm sorry. It's it's the reality is those two decades, the records, the winning, 
it all happened in a Patriot. You had a little late career fling down in Florida. That was great. But your legacy, your family, your history, everything is as a Patriot. And I think it always will be. I'm a big believer that history just remembers, A, the good stuff and forgets the bad stuff and remembers the big picture stuff, not like the quirky little things that we get caught up in in the moment. And I think that's what we're doing now, even to the point, oh, he didn't mention Patriots fans. Do you think he hate? do you truly think he hates Patriots fans or hates no. the Patriots? No, I don't. No, I don't either. But I just think that from a, like, if you're, if you are a diehard Patriots fan, I think you have a reason to be a little upset. A hundred percent agree with you. Cause like, it just, it looks bad. It feels bad. Cause even when he left to Tampa, like the Super Bowl last year was almost like the Patriots won the Super Bowl here. Like we went through it. Like they weren't right. There was no parade obviously, but like, Everybody watched the games. Like those get Bucks games were almost like Patriots games. Like they they followed him, and it's almost like that same level of not respect, but it wasn't reciprocated. It wasn't put a two way street. But you just mentioned it. Like maybe you know, I think he's kind of a fraud at times and a hypocrite and contradicts himself. But for him to say what he said after the Bucks Patriots game about I'm coming back to the community and like I'll be, and then to intentionally ignore patriots patriots fans everything i just in the and even in light of the supposed belichick brady thawing out and whatever they went through in that little 20 minute conversation mm-hmm. i just can't imagine this is intentional i it's either it's either part of a bigger picture or he's an idiot and i know you think he's an idiot <laughs> it's just the latter he's an idiot like uh, but wait just, what about his wife so what if you're doing point? one of these things, I'd have to assume, hey, honey, this is uh, this is what I'm going to post. You want to want to give it a look? So she reads page one, page two. She's flipping through. Hey, uh, you, you, you didn't mention the Patriots in here. Belichick, Kraft, anybody? Yeah, yeah, no, I know. That's fine, right? You don't think she would say, um, don't you think people are going to gonna well, question that? Well, I think she hates the Patriots, so she doesn't care. <laughs> Maybe she did. Maybe there was a 10th page that said Patriots, and she's like, you can leave off all the stuff about the Patriots. I wouldn't. <laughs> True, but, but but your point's valid. Somebody else had to read that first. I would think multiple somebody else's, right? But that goes in line with what we're saying. Like someone has to read that and say, "Tom, you know nothing about the Patriots," and you think he was like, "Yep, I'm good with that." But is this is there any chance that this podcast we're doing, this questions that we're throwing out there? is irrelevant in five minutes five hours i wrote a column about it (laughs) no but but like couldn't there be um, more to come the why did you have to wait the two hours why can you just i don't know because he keeps screwing the pooch he's i'm telling you he sucks all the time but now it feels like it'd be forced he saw the backlash now to throw something together but we know people screw things up i mean maybe the greatest example of all time was lebron's announcement right he's taking his talents to miami south beat blah 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 like I'm guessing a lot of people were involved in that. We're like, this is a good idea. Yeah, this is going to play really. This is a cool idea. This is good. And then it happens and everybody goes, who uh, really, really didn't see it playing out this way. Maybe this just is one of those types of things or an example of, of I don't know, overthinking it or I don't know. And, you know, somebody, he's not beyond toying with people. I mean, the Hulu ad was certainly a great example. Mm-hmm. Got, at least he got paid to jerk Patriots around fans around that time um i don't know it's weird I, i'm not gonna say it's not weird but I, 
I don't know. Maybe he just is an idiot. I've told some people that, like, I've said maybe he's just what it is because I don't personally believe he's as smart as he thinks he is off the field, even though he's had a lot of success in a lot of areas with business and real estate and all these things. I do think there's a portion of what you're talking about. Like he just doesn't get it. He doesn't understand it. He's out of touch, whatever the react. But then I come back to, he's not out of touch. He's on social media. He's like supposedly hanging with all these like hip and like cutting edge NFTs and crypto and, He's got Ben Rowitz is supposed to be a guy, you know, unless he doesn't anymore. Maybe Ben's working for Joe Burrow now. So he moved on. Yeah, maybe, or maybe he's working for Mac Jones. I wouldn't hire him if I were Mac Jones. That seems would, weird to me. I wouldn't, I don't think. Yeah. I wouldn't hire him if I was any of those guys. Like you're Brady's guy. I'll, I'll find my own guy. Like my other thing with that is like, doesn't Brady still need somebody? Well, that was the first thing I said to Mutt is I always assumed whether he's playing or not. He's like a world celebrity, multi-billionaire. <laughs> like he needs assistance. Right. He needs help. He needs people to do probably a lot of the things that Ben has always done. I would also right? say it's probably even more now that you're retired because you don't have your your whole life now is like promotion and brands and all that. You need somebody right. else to help you with that. And he even said that he I mean, there was one of the Brady comments that acknowledged like there's more things going on now. And and I think Wickersham was the one that said and Brady is more invested in those things. Yeah, I said like, that yesterday. So Brady and, and those other, and but I, sorry, I say Brady, the brand Brady, the, the $165 sweatshirt that <laughs> Mutt Manansky for some reason is considering like an idiot and sucker that he is. Um, yeah, there's going to be more of that. So it, there's a lot of this that's weird. They're really, it, it's so funny. Something that was kind of obvious. We knew it was coming. There was plenty of time to prepare for it. He's well past his expiration date and all those things still somehow got bungled and feels weird and and I don't, I don't know do you do you want to get down the Schefter road like do you blame Adam Schefter and Jeff Darlington like there are some people out there that say like you should leave it to the player to do it themselves especially somebody that's accomplished so much as Brady no doesn't bother um, me they're in the information business they had information that's their business right now the only thing that I think is weird is that they are I would say Brady Bobos yes like I don't know if they're still on the Christmas card list or if it's like Ben Rowitz. Hey, Ben, before you take a different job, can you cross these two names off the Christmas card list? I can't imagine Brady's thrilled with them. I don't know. I'm, I'm, I I never know how he thinks. I just and- listened to him on the podcast last night. He didn't seem like he was like in lot because there are some theories out there that like Brady wanted this hype and whatever. No, but- I don't believe that. Right. I don't. And, and you're right. He. He's, he, you know, I, that's the world we live in and information and something. And said disappointed that like, you know, that took away from some of the, the talk on Sunday. Yeah. And he probably, I think that's probably genuine. No, it, it, well, the part that confused me too is in the ESPN story. It literally said that, that Brady will make, make the official announcement. So it doesn't interfere with playoffs and Super Bowl. Right. <laughs> Except. <laughs> yeah. Um, but I do actually believe. I said that to you on Saturday. I do think two things that I actually believe bother him were Bruce Arians, Jason Light, reading it on mm-hmm. Twitter, finding out that Brady's retiring on Twitter, and him being disrespectful by kind of stealing the spotlight from Joe Burrow and Patrick Mahomes and Jimmy Garoppolo. Well, yeah. maybe not Jimmy. He's probably yeah. okay with Jimmy, but yeah. um, those guys. Because I do think he remembers – when he wasn't Tom Brady, when he was an up-and-coming quarterback, and maybe he thought he was greater than the, the world thought he was and, and all those things. So, um, yeah, I just – I keep getting back to how weird it is. is there, I'm just – as we're thinking, just throwing this out there, do you think uh, 
Brady truly didn't know what he was doing over the weekend. And then he saw all of this shit show and say, F that I'm not dealing with this anymore. I'm done. No, I, I think, he, I think he's known since the day he said, I'm definitely coming back next year. That was the, that was the trigger for me. It was a very simple trigger. Not all this other crap, this idea that the contract and like kind of avoiding what he later said, what, two weeks ago to Jim Gray, the distraction of the, like the victory tour or the retirement tour. Um, I thought that was obvious. Even the way he looked and his tone and the, some of the words, the satisfied with the effort, even mm. though they lost, like we've joked about it. The guy was never satisfied, never satisfied with Super Bowl wins, never mind losing before you got to the Super Bowl. Um, so, yeah, I, I don't, I mean, I was hoping like that he was going to come back, like if anything, the other way. All right, you want to screw around with my retirement? Well, screw right. you guys, I won't retire. Right. Um, but I think some of that goes into football too. I don't think it's just family. That's another thing that I've come well, to believe. That was my next question. Why now? Um, it's clearly I think, still playing at a high level. Right. So he always said he would walk away he when he sucked. Sucks. Doesn't well, suck. He doesn't suck. Now, maybe his ego is like, Jesus, I'm never going to suck. I am so good that these a-holes can't stop me when I'm 55. Um, so there, there's that little joking angle. I personally have come to believe Tom Brady doesn't want to compete. Tom Brady wants to win. And I think he's realizing just like he did in new England from the most miserable eight, no quarterback of all time through the departure, like this place, isn't the place to win anymore. And Tampa was the place to win. But after last year, the way it played out, the injuries and what is on the horizon, no longer the place to win. Like they're not the, the favorites out the, uh, out the gates. So I, and that, that sounds harsh, but I don't necessarily know that I intend it to be harsh. Like, I mean, Aaron Rodgers, I don't want to rebuild. Or right. Kevin Durant. Like, there's a lot of modern athletes that it's not – and part of it is probably dynasties and super teams and all of that. Like, it's no longer good enough to work and work and work and year after year and finally break through and win one for your city because, like, for some reason these days, one title is enough. not really enough, right? Like okay. it's all about dynasties and, and three peats and different things of that nature. And I think people realize that and legacies and like, I need to win multiples, Never mind work through a rebuild to maybe mm -hmm. get one here. So I, I, I think that's a general sports thing that has just changed dramatically. Like that, that, that whole meant mindset of the old days of, I mean, I guess Giannis would be an example of a guy who stayed and wanted to win and did win. But if he only wins one, history may look at him and he may say, wow, I probably could have gone to X or teamed up with Y and my legacy would be different. But I do. I, I think he wants to win, not compete anymore. What about the uh, Giselle factor? Well, I think, but that's been a factor all along. Like, do we really think she's going to leave him now, divorce him now, like walk away now? Like, but you think just like the constant like nagging like really got to be too much. Maybe. And, and again, I, I only half jokingly say maybe he realized, holy crap, I'm still really good. Like maybe in his own mind, the 45 line was like the obvious one. But he just threw for 5,000 yards. Mm -hmm. And he may be saying, hold, like there is no obvious timeline. And she's right that maybe it is time. The one thing I don't buy as much is the, Forget like Giselle, yes. Wanting him to retire, she has not hidden that. He hasn't hidden that she's, but the kids or this idea that, well, 
you don't exactly slave away 12 hour shifts away from, you know what I mean? Like yeah, we've, I don't know if we talked about this on the last podcast, like we it's you're, you're off for six months. Right. And even yeah. in the season, you're, you know, you live on the freaking Bay, you get on your boat on a Saturday and take the kids. Like, how is that any different from any other working family from nine to five? Usually the weekend is your time to do things. And for most, some families, that's only one day. And so Saturday is the family day. Like it's not any different from any other father in America. And most families don't get the opportunity to get three, four months off if they so choose in between like heavy yeah, you work. Can't go, you don't go to Costa Rica for a week and then two weeks later you're going to Montana right. and then you're going to Aspen. Like, yeah. And he said, you know, now I have kids. Well, no, not now you have kids. You've had kids for a long time. I was, They're I was, like, what, 14, 10, 9? Yeah, like aren't, isn't, what's his name, Jack, probably like in high school now? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Like they're, they're, his kids are like late elementary school, middle school, early high school in that range. Like, now they're actually right on the verge. I can tell you as like a father, like they're right on the verge of not really wanting you anymore. Right. It's like friends and hobbies and social circles and yeah. girls and boys. And like, they need you less now than they needed you five years ago or wanted you five years ago. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I, the family angle in terms of the kids, I think is a little overrated, but the, the Giselle angle, I don't know. I mean, she seems like, I don't want to use a bad word uh, she can be a very strong-minded woman a very uh, influential woman um because that other word like i know many women get offended if you use that other word um but i i do think she could be a force and you know the the whole thing about in the off season is today a tommy day or is it a family day kind of annoyed me like as you said most real families realize that daddy has to work monday through friday five of the days are dead some of all, there is no off seasons. right there is no off season yeah and then most days is a daddy like how many things do you read like these guys that work for amazon and they're delivering packages from six in the morning to like eight o'clock at night Correct. five six days a week and i know you always get in trouble when you blend real world with sports world they're not the same but the family dynamic is there's providers, there's careers, there's mm-hmm. passions. So I don't know how much I buy into a lot of that or how much we should sympathize or empathize with a lot of that. Um, yeah, I'm sorry if he feels pressures of the real world like the rest of us, except, you know, has $500 million in the bank and can walk away anytime he wants. Right. Uh, so what's next for him? Uh, that's a great question because I always assumed um just business just you know brady tv 12 all of that let me ask you a question you think there's any chance he's lost a little bit of passion for the tv 12 yeah why i'll start these other brands yeah because back in the the day with um kirk and callahan remember that one i felt like it went like an hour they just blew through breaks and talked to him for like an hour because he was willing to talk about yeah that's yeah and i I thought back then he was like all in on spreading the gospel of TB12. Right. Like he'd be doing tours around the country to promote the, whatever the latest theories, book, like recipe, cookbook, whatever. Like, I don't know that I believe that anymore. I don't either. Cause I, you think maybe he saw like how it wasn't successful and like, I don't, I don't have the numbers, but to me, I don't think it was as successful in Tampa Bay as it was and still is in, in Boston and Foxborough. Well, 
you know me. I think that's because the Tupperware party is easy with your, you know, your close family. You, when you get grandma and grandpa in the room, yeah, they're going to buy something from you because you're their, their grandkid. When you start to branch out, more people are like, yeah, I'll have the free wine, but uh, I'm going to go home. I don't need any of my credit. I, I forgot my credit card. Sorry. And you just go home. I think it gets harder when you have a less passionate cult following in a different place. Um, and like the Brady and he left it open. I guess it was two weeks ago now on the, on his podcast. I thought he left it open for others, the media, like other jobs. Yeah. I think he'd be terrible at it. Oh, I don't. I think he'd be great. You do. Yeah, I 100% do. I guess like a meaning cast type thing. Uh, well, I suggested last night dump Eli and make it a Manning Brady cast um, and have those two. It's something they've already set the formula up that you do it from your home. Okay. So it doesn't infringe. Like he doesn't have to sell it to Giselle. No, gee, I just do it on, on Monday nights. The only time I'm away is, is Monday night for four hours or whatever. Right. Um, and I, I think now, the, the one issue, I think he has the snarky sense of humor. I think he can be locker room guy to some degree. The one question about, can he be critical? Would he criticize other players? That's what all? I'm getting at. Like he couldn't sit on a set and be authentic. Well, because he's, so he's so positive. Like everything's great. Everything's. But good. he isn't. That's fake. And I oh, need him to get down to the root. What he actually thinks inside. Don't give me fake positive. Oh, I'm usually positive 99%. No, you also told us you lie 90% of the time. So you're not always positive. Um, That's where I think he'd be caught in the middle with a lot of things. And that is my one fear of the Manning cast. I do think he could do regular color guy with that mentality because I think a lot of guys have. I mean, John Gruden never said anything negative when he was doing Monday Night Football. Remember, it was like everybody had a nickname and I call this guy the grinder because he grinds out yards and you look and you're like, he averages one yard a carry. He sucks. Like the, the facts often didn't back up or, or coincide with what he was saying. I think he could do that. Um, the comfort, I, I do think he would probably prepare at least initially. Cause I think he is competitive. Well, that's and, the thing. Like it wouldn't be just go down in the basement at eight o'clock on Monday night. Problem. It would be honey. I got to watch. They played the, the bucks last week. I, I got to watch that game and I got to right. talk to him and I got to call him and, I'd also ask, does she do nothing? I don't know. That's a good question. Could, does she, you know, to steal her terminology, does she not have Giselle days where she, I know she's not like actively modeling that much anymore, but she has like charities and companies. I was going to say, I'm sure she does some things like she so, gets away. Right. Am I to pretend she's not doing zoom calls for a few hours or this day I need to fly. No, to, so, to be fair, their kids, they're not, their kids are in school. They're, they're away for eight, right. you know, whatever it is, six hours a day. Right. So right. she could have used that time to do her thing. Right. Right. So, but I, I, I don't know. I'm intrigued by, by Brady. Remember the line he had a few years ago, maybe someday I'll be the owner and be able to make those decisions. I don't rule that out. Now Which I know that's hard. Huh? Which team? Uh, well, it, it, there's so few and rare that I don't, I mean, what's going to come available? Like how, how does he. Should, uh, should Jonathan be watching his back? Well, no, cause there's no way for him to, he would have to be in on it. He's not going to lose his team out from underneath him. There's no, but remember that was what, that was a recent report with Manning that the yeah. Manning family wants to buy a team. It's been their plan all along. Yeah. 
what if Tom Brady joins that? What if it's Brady Manning ownership group? Like that's it. now I don't, uh, the Broncos are currently, I was just going to say, there's not many teams, but the Broncos are one of them. I'm trying to, is there any other rumors of any other teams that are in potential transactions? I haven't, I don't think so. I think the Broncos are the, definitely the, the one to keep an eye on if that were to happen. Yeah. So, and I mean, Elway's already there. I don't know if Elway would be, maybe it just becomes like hall of fame QB ownership group type thing. Um, which could be a debacle. I think if you had all those guys with strong opinions and thoughts and right. Want to be active. And like but no, my relationships with past players, this, this guy, I'm, he's good. He's good. No, he's not. He right. sucks. Um, but I think the, the big picture takeaway for me is where we started. Once upon a time, I assumed it was TB12 and not much else. Now I actually think there could be a lot of other things involved in his post-playing businesses. Like the Shaq. I keep bringing up Shaq. Yeah. Shaq is involved in so much. He's on the air. He owns like Papa John's. He owns this. Mm-hmm. He owns all these companies. He's obviously a spokesman for basically everything you see on television. Yeah. yeah. Um, he w- remember he was a part owner of the Kings, Sacramento Kings yeah. for a while. So I wouldn't rule out Shaq as a. Oh, so uh, like you see, owner. you're along the, the. You're saying he's going to be active. He's not just going to disappear. I don't think so. I do not think so. I used to think that, and he would only be seen if you wanted to, if you were in that world of TB12, that cult. But I am. Um, I think you're going to see more of him. And I kind of think the way that Manning has done it has showed him that it can be done the way that Manning is doing it, where it's not like you join ESPN and you're on NFL countdown every week. You're not like Randy Moss or Teddy Bruschi. You can kind right. of do things your own way in an, in a different way that's working. Right. And um, you know, he has the production company and the goth. Like I just, I, I said to Mutt last night, I, we never got to see where it would go, but I think another put to, and this is the guy Brady brought up on his own last week on let's go is Kobe Bryant, who was, he was doing the Mamba Academy. So like there was a youth sports side. So that's Brady's TB12 side, but he was also doing the, you know, short and he's getting into film and he's getting into these things and business and all these various things. I think he might look to that as another model, like what Kobe planned on doing, unfortunately, before his untimely death. So yeah, I think you're going to see and hear from Tom Brady much more than I ever expected you would. Any other closing thoughts on this? whole situation the fact that you're right you called it a situation i don't know how it ended up being a situation i was just gonna say i wish it didn't happen like this i wish it was just there was no reporting over the weekend and he dropped uh the instagram post today like how did like julian edelman i know he's not nearly as big but he did a video like there was a productive thing production like did it at Gillette Stadium people knew some some person right. knew there I don't how did we get here how do we get to this point because with all he's this? bad at PR but not just him you can't say just him his whole corporation is apparently bad at it because I think he takes too much control over it he thinks that he can take he can do everything and he says I got it I got it I got it maybe maybe that, that comes back to our original point. point with you in the statement he's just an idiot <laughs> you make it sound mean and it's he's just not good at pr he hasn't he's never been good at it yeah i mean i guess it, 
he's been given weight. I do think he's been given way too much credit for being like smarter and more packaged and controlled. And like, he's had a lot of missteps, brush fires and missteps yeah. over the course of his career. Now I will say he's been in the spotlight. He, he yeah. was no question. He's, he's in, probably bigger than any other athlete in any sport. He is. He, and you know that as well as anybody forever. It was Brady said X blog it. Watch the clicks come in, watch it get picked up by ESPN, watch it get picked up by whatever, pro football talk. And it's a little bit like what Rodgers has dealt with for the last eight or 10 months with his whole COVID and immunization Mm -hmm. and all that stuff. But Brady, it was all along because it was politics or personal life or team or business or whatever. Everything was a hot button issue for him but you would think that would prepare him. Like at some point you learn from the experiences of how it works. Oh, how it's received. Oh, what they're going to do, what the media is going to do, what people, but I don't know. It doesn't seem like he really did. And so we have a situation situated yeah. and it's too bad. Cause it does a little I was bit. Gonna say, I wish I agree. I wish it didn't have to be like this. And we're, we're we could just talk about his great career and not how this was handled and, you know, Adam Schefter's reporting and his Jim Gray thing. And then 12 hours later and, and not mentioning the Patriots, like it really wasn't that hard. Like we, we see you're a good example. Edelman's retirement. Why couldn't it have been just like that? It would have been received I mean, a lot better. And we would have been focusing on more about Brady, the player and his career, as opposed to how it was all handled. And I mean, he is bigger. This is, I keep using the Babe Ruth. This is Babe Ruth retiring, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. Now, I don't know how Babe Ruth retired. I'd have to do some research into that. It was a different Well, I can time. tell you, he didn't, he didn't uh, do a seven-page Instagram post. Uh, he didn't. He probably didn't. I don't think that was available for him back then. Um, so before we wrap up, we did kind of fail to touch on uh, a couple things. So first, for the here and the now, do you believe there was never any truth to could this be a power play could he be trying to go to the 49ers could he be trying to go somewhere else no i don't because i think i would look bad for him okay i i tend to agree with you as much as i think it would be fun as all hell if he just turned into a mercenary now now i do think there might have been something where he wanted arians Hmm. well before or after that quote where arians said yeah, we'll be fine. We got other quarterbacks. We're comfortable with our situation. Like, cause I thought that was an interesting quote. Like, yeah. And then I also mean, the, the day after the season where the reports were that Leftwich was going to take interviews and somebody asked about calling the plays and Bruce like, I'm calling the plays. It'll be me. Right. Yeah. It, there, it definitely, it's funny that that took a turn very quickly because it was all, oh, it's great playing for an offensive coach and mm-hmm. Bruce lets me be me. And I get to leave early when I want to go on the boat, as you said, mm-hmm. and like all this flex. And then it's like, wow, they don't seem to really like each other anymore. And it's not working. You realize this guy sucks and doesn't know what he, he walks around with like, like you keep saying, it looks like he has a bomb attached to his foot. He does. Like, looks like Iron Man or something. His power source is strapped to his chest. Um, okay. So then the next question, did you see the Tony Romo theory that he thinks he could come back? Yeah, I did. And? No. <laughs> I, I think you, you, you've said it all. You say it, you've been saying it from the beginning. Tony Romo is just as bad as Brady is at PR as he is. <laughs> See, I think you talk about an idiot. I think that's where a guy has been exposed as an idiot. Although 
I don't know how I can call him an idiot when some other idiot signed him to a $17 million a year. The idiots make a lot of money. So he may be an idiot, but there's bigger idiots at CBS. Um, so you would totally rule out, like I saw somebody, maybe Fourier threw it out there. Let's just say Josh McDaniels Raiders are uh, 12 and one to start next season, cruising towards a Super Bowl. And Derek Carr gets hurt. Any no. chance? I mean, we've seen it in recent years. We, there were reports that the Colts and maybe one other team reached out to Philip Rivers. Yeah, Colts and the Saints. Saints. Saints reached out to Drew Brees. Like the call has to be made by Josh, right? He has to say, "Hey, Tom, any chance you want to come come play in Vegas?" And I think his response would be just like Drew and Philip Rivers were. I'm I'm done. Yeah, yeah. but the difference is. Those guys were toast, absolute right. toast, done. Tom Brady's coming off his second 5,000-yard season. We're talking about like how, how the perception is of Brady right now. I don't think it looked great for Tom Brady to join a, a, you know, a team that's destined for the Super Bowl and then just add on. Like, what, would it, what would it do for his legacy? Add an eighth ring? But like, there'd be an asterisk next to it. No, there wouldn't. People would say, oh, my God, all he does is win. That His buddy needed him. Josh McDaniels needed him. And boom, he goes and wins him a title. I, I think those, like we saw, see it in the NBA, those guys don't get the same credit. Um, yeah, I mean, it's a little different. Like, I, 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 for example, if Kevin Durant had won four titles and then went to the Warriors and won two, and then mm-hmm. went to the Nets and won one, I think people would say he's a great winner. Like LeBron gets credit. LeBron is considered a great winner. And he, why? Because he won early and then now just keeps tacking on in different places. Mm-hmm. Like LeBron was great. Brady is great. Durant was a weird one because he couldn't get over the hump. Or Shaq. Shaq moved around. Shaq won titles. But sh- everyone knew Shaq was great. I think, I think it would be fun. I don't know. I mean, I would love to hear, you know, next November something. Hey, gee, um, you're never going to guess who called. Remember Josh? Remember my old OC with the Patriots? Well, he, I don't know if you followed. He's the head coach of the Raiders now. And uh, their quarterback got hurt. <laughs> what do you say we ship up to Vegas for, for the holidays? <laughs> you like the heat. You've always said you like Vegas a little bit. Well, yeah, it's only for like a month and a half we'll be there. I don't know. I think it'd be fun. I think it's unlikely. I will enjoy talking about it next middle of next year. If there's an opportunity to bring up the idea that he could do it. Um, Okay. So we've shot down. He wanted to play somewhere else. We've shot down that he will play somewhere else and come back. How about uh, Patriots fans that dream that he'll be their offensive coordinator? Uh, No, because he would still keep, because he would have kept playing. If the coaches work more, they work harder than the players do. They're in the building more than the players are. So. Okay, so the one thing I guess we're saying is, even though he bungled the execution, he is indeed retired. Yeah. We will never see Tom Brady play again. No, never again. 100%. Uh, maybe his, like, best buddy's flag football game, but not, not in the NFL the field. No. Tackle football. No. He's done. Done. What if The Rock wants somebody to be, like, the face of the XFL? Done. Done? Okay, so you're saying he's done. Saying he's done and he's an idiot. <laughs> Yeah, you say that it feels mean. I don't necessarily disagree. 
just on this very special day where we should be celebrating his greatness. But that's, his but that's, that's the whole point. He bungled the situation that now we're talking about him being an idiot rather than, you know, giving him all praise for his career. It is weird because it's it, in the end, it was so simple. Mm -hmm. It was a, a social media post, which there's no pomp and circumstance and production or anything like that. So it should have been simple because it is simple. And yet it wasn't simple. Correct. Okay. All right. I will be back with the Patriots podcast. If you want, if you're done with Brady talk, we get lots of talk about the Patriots, the new offensive coordinator, a new director of player personnel, maybe a new running backs coach. Uh, lots happening with the Patriots. Wow. Coming off their worst season, just a teaser for tomorrow, coming off their worst season, under Belichick, in terms of coaching, they're losing coaching. Stay tuned for tomorrow's talk. All right. Uh, we'll talk to you tomorrow. Bye. Peace out. Old man winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice, and a good polar vortex. Oh, <laughs> Heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, old man winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details.